Hello everyone, my name is Elise and with Evie I am the co-host of the Femina podcast in which we start conversations, break taboos and laugh. Our goal is not to only show a refreshing perspective but to also make sure that you'll feel more empowered and assured after listening to this podcast than you did before. In this episode I'll be talking to Sophie, a German photographer living in New York. Sophie and I discuss her introduction to the photography world, her inspiration for her work, and how her pieces have impacted her perception of beauty. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the podcast. Okay, so lovely um, Sophie here we have today. Um, Could you just explain to the listeners who you are and what you do? Uh, Yes, thank you so much. Um, Hi everybody, my name is Sophie. I am a, let's say, fashion, beauty, and portrait photographer based in New York. Um, moved here about two years ago, and I'm originally from Berlin, Germany. I grew up in, well, in Berlin and in Belgium for a couple of years in between that. And uh, yeah, now I do my thing here. That's fantastic. So you're living as a freelance photographer, or are you just... Yes, yes. I live in New York right now, work as a photographer. How did you get into photography? Um, I... Originally, my dad got me into photography. I was very young. I started, you know, as a little kid, really. Uh, He was a photographer. He, you know, was always taking pictures no matter what we were doing. So, yeah, he, like, bought me my first camera when I was nine, and it just stuck immediately. Um, That's awesome. Were you doing it throughout school? Yeah, I did um, for a long time as a hobby, and then after high school, I decided to study it in college as well. Oh, so you studied as well. Oh, that's awesome. Did you study um, in the US or in Germany? I studied in Berlin, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. So looking at your amazing Instagram, like you can tell your type of work is very different to a lot of people's types of work um, as a photographer. So um, I was wondering what your process and reasoning for deciding to specialize in this photography work, because it's often that when you start off as a photographer, for financial reasons, photographers take work where they can. Um, I just wanted to know how you navigated through that and stuck to your particular style. Um, yeah, uh, that's a great question. Um, thank you for the compliment on the Instagram. <laughs> My pleasure. I, I, yeah, I like your content too. I, I was looking at it earlier. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. How I kind of navigated that in photography in particular, um, I think it just kind of evolved naturally. I, you know, I first found my passion for photography and pursued that and then kind of found a bigger why a little bit later in life actually you know when I first moved to New York which had a lot to do with my personal journey and I think it affected everything that I do as an artist and um, yeah so I kind of grew into the kind of work that I do now and um, Work-wise, I started actually assisting a lot, so I was behind the scenes a lot. I, you know, first did an internship and then kind of, you know, you know, worked as a lighting technician, a digital technician, and just kind of tried to, quote-unquote, infiltrate all areas of, of this, of what this work is that we do. I did that in Berlin, too, you know, I, like, kind of, did the office job and then I came here and I did all of the like heavy lifting and the all of the technical gear and I just kind of tried to push myself in all areas it was kind of like obtained this tool belt of like having done all of these jobs so that once I 
fully just, you know, work as a photographer and as, as the artist, you know, then I know what it's like to do all of those different positions. And like, I know what it takes. I know what the people that then fill those positions for me, you know, work at and yeah, so that's, that's kind of how I got into that. And then my why with the kind of subject that I now choose for my work. And I think the longer I do this, the more choice I get, which is so nice. Um, now comes into play of like, who are the people that I want to show, you know, what, you know, now I have the tools at my disposal, I studied it, I did the jobs and, and now I kind of get to see how I can put it together and, and, and make a difference in a way. I, I mean, I would hope so, you know. It's a very progressive technique of, you know, and good work ethic to build a career, I think. Thank you. Um, I would hope so because, because that way I'm not chasing, you know, um, a position or something like that. If anything, I just want to feel fulfilled in all the areas that I can influence, you know, um, because there's a lot of things that come into play and I'm aware of that. And especially in an industry, you know, where you photograph commercial stuff or where your art is linked to something commercial, you, you know, you get a certain amount of wiggle room and, and I think our beauty industry affects all of us in our lives so greatly that, you know, I felt it was a good place to kind of like, quote unquote infiltrate. <laughs> um, and so yeah, I'm working my way there and I'm trying to build my tools to get there and to hopefully benefit others with it as well. That's absolutely fantastic. And going off um, what you said about the beauty industry, um, how what is your perception of beauty and how do you think that your work influences society's perception? Um, I think beauty is a combination of ethics and aesthetics and a space held between subject and photographer that is... Um, that is that has the potential of of allowing both of those people you know the observer and the subject to be who they fully are and express themselves in that way as well without judgment without you know um without infiltration of somebody's privacy just to kind of get a raw image of of what somebody's about but more an exchange of 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 who who they are and you know who, how they show themselves to the world. I, I'm sorry, that's a very abstract answer, but I, I, you know, when it comes to photography, that's how it feels to me. Yeah, and beauty can be seen in so many ways, and it should be seen in so many ways. We've kind of grown up on this whole very narrow-minded perception of beauty, and I think I think you described it really nicely. How you know diverse beauty really is. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just one addition that I, that just crossed my mind was that. You know, when I think about beauty, the first thing that used to pop into my head was aesthetics, because we think about beauty of something that we see with the eye. Um, and then later, that definition kind of grew into something much broader, because just making something look beautiful or, you know, be aesthetically pleasing, in the end, it doesn't, it doesn't go for the same depth, you know. 
Yeah, depth. That yeah, no, that's a fantastic word to use. So looking at your your recent work, I see that you have quite a really cool accomplishment that happened recently. Um, you fo- photographed a gorgeous woman by the name of um, correct me if I pronounce this wrong. Is it uh, Jaza? Jaza, yeah. Yeah, for um, Glamour Magazine UK. Um, tell us about that experience and how you got the opportunity to be part of that team and how you know Jaza because I could tell you had some history with her. Yeah, oh my god, that that shoot was so much fun. Um, it happened very last minute. Um, the backstory there is that I know I knew Jaza before because I had shot her in my little studio here in Brooklyn for a test for her agency, which is We Speak Models New York. Um, and her agent had sent me an email. She's an amazing woman and everybody should go look at her you know, her page as well. Um, she had sent me an email about Jaza and that, you know, she would like me to work with her and she came in and it was very, very early on of her like dipping her toes in the modeling world. Um, and she came down to New York with her little sister from Philadelphia for a day um, and spent that day with me in the studio and we took some some pics and, you know, um, tried to kind of get some different stuff for her portfolio and that was a really lovely day. Um, and that picture actually that I took that day of her, there was one that landed on a couple of, you know, feminist platforms, girl gaze and I believe feminist um, later. And yeah, that was kind of like that little kickstart of like her journey, but also my photo journey at the same time. And then our paths crossed again when her agent um, messaged me and was like, well, they want to do, they want her to be on the cover of Glamour UK for this self-love issue feature. Um, but it's an issue that the model personally directs, art directs and produces. So. I thought that was really cool because it is about the subject. It is about these amazing people that they put on that cover for that issue. And um, so, yeah, so her agent um, suggested that I shoot it. And because we knew each other, we thought it would be a great fit. And we both had so much fun that day. And then, you know, we had this amazing stylist that helped us out. And then we had my team. And it was so fun to get to watch her pick out what she was going to wear and like actually you know full-blown um run the show whereas you know before it was just me and her um and yeah she deserves every like all of it and it was so crazy in the end to see her on that cover that's amazing I'm looking at the photo right now and like you captured her beautifully like and for everyone listening um Jay's Instagram is at lyrically diverse you know what I love about modeling is that if you are like the right person you're not only just a model you're a role model and that's why I think like being a model when you show others beauty and you know being a good person and ethics and you're really being a role model and I think in your work as well you capture that really nicely Thank you so much. Yeah, she, yeah, and she's so brave too. Um, just the couple of months in between those, the first and the second shoot I did with her, she like blossomed and I don't know a better word for that. But, she, you know, yeah, you know, the second time she was on set, it was almost like she was a different person, but she was just herself more amplified and that was so empowering to see. Wow, no, that's amazing. That's really cool. So out of your years of work, 
um, and developing your style and, you know, meeting all these amazing people, um, being empowered, inspired. What has your experience so far capturing these wonderful people taught you? Oh my gosh. It's a big question. (laughs) I feel like it's, yes, oh my God, I feel like it's affected so many areas of my life. Um, I think just the depth of what it means to be human, like, every time I photograph one of these people, I feel like I get to take away this, like, huge chunk of, of just, like, understanding that we're all the same in one way or another, um, that's definitely been the most valuable, like, personal, personally valuable thing, is, like, to be given that trust, to, like, have that exchange, and, um, you know, learn something about the person, you know, not just shooting them, whether I have them in my studio for an hour or for the whole day, um, if I get let in to take their portrait, then there's so much more that I take away from it always. It's, you know, personal stories or little moments of vulnerability or trust, and um, that's incredibly fulfilling. The amazing thing about photography is even though you're kind of just seeing the cover of someone, um, what I really take away from your work is I'm seeing a lot more and I think a lot of people would agree you're seeing a lot deeper especially when you do um, photography that is considered more vulnerable or a little bit more um, risky to you know um, to the traditional world I think especially like when you show more showing more skin but showing more skin in a in a way that just shows you it, it kind of shows a deeper self rather than just you know the cup which is just just like the shallow surface of just a single photo no I think it's really great oh thank you so much wow what a compliment <laughs> no I just wanted to say yeah no but that is that's amazing to hear that um you do perceive it that way um because that oh that makes me so happy and yeah I think that that's all I can ever hope to do honestly (laughs) is to um yeah go for that depth and um yeah and and I I mean I'm always like I'm always so amazed that I get to have that experience and then the fact that we're freezing it you know in a we're capturing it and then we get to show it to other people and then to see their reaction and to see what it does for them because at that point you know we're just two people that created something where you know oftentimes it's a lot lot more than just two people to be clear like it's so often it's such a collective effort of so many creatives on set um but we then we have this amazing thing that we all made together and then other people can revisit that moment with us you know you can look at it and I really hope that people get sucked into what I felt in that moment so that's amazing to hear that that's how you felt so thank you (laughs) no yeah and then it's also like I mean I kind of look at it because I know that when I when I do shoots and I look at the photos I'm like wow like this is so so cool I love it like it's captured forever so you can always go back and see it but I always feel like a little you know when a little kid like you know does a painting for mum and then you show mum and you're like so excited about this painting because you created it because your creation it's like you know what I mean it's like that feeling really happy about a creation that you have made and especially with photography like it's it's captured forever like it's just it's a what's that saying it's like a 
um, it's like timeless. Like you can just, it's a snapshot in time and it's there forever. Uh, like a moment frozen in time. Yes, that's the, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> and also that you get to have fun doing it. Like that's awesome. That's a, it's not just a, a job. It's a lifestyle. You, you have fun doing it. You feel empowered and inspired. Yeah. Thank you so much. It, yeah, it, it really is. And I, uh, not a day goes by where I don't think how fortunate and how incredibly fulfilling I find it every day. And, you know, the more I do it, the more it gives back. So, um, I hope that that just, it's just going to continue to do that because it has so far in my life never let me down <laughs> that's great no I love that if you could tell your younger self one thing what would it be mm, how young let's say um you've just become a teenager oh <laughs> right in the hot spot like 16 mm, yeah okay great <laughs> um uh, no I mean 16 was 16 was very rough for me um and I don't want to get into depth with it, but it was definitely the year that um, shaped me for up until this point in my life. Let's put it that way. Um, if I could say something to my 16-year-old self, I would say that you are exactly where you are supposed to be and you're exactly right the way that you are. And this was the time in my life where I get to experience how strong I can be and how strong I am um, and I and that took me years to realize um, I didn't realize that in that moment but I realize that now and I think it's it's one of the things that fuels me the most in my in everything I do in life wow yeah no that's fantastic I love that I just realized I used fantastic like a million times in this interview <laughs> no that's a beautiful word thank you <laughs> I'll take it. It's like my favorite word to use. I think it's also very Australian. I don't know why, um, but I hear it a lot around me, the word fantastic. Oh, maybe I have to start using it more. I like it. <laughs> Is there like a certain word um, that you hear a lot, like a describing word in, in Berlin and New York? Uh, right now, me living in New York, I use the word dope too much. Um... I hear that one a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't hear it from Australians. I hear it from Americans. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like dope, but I like it. And I say it with like the most excitement that, you know, you could possibly think of. <laughs> Another word that I, I think, I think it's internationally used really is vibe. I use vibe a lot. Do you ever use that word? Vibe. I hear it all the time. I don't use it that much. No, I use, but yeah, I use like energy or, um, I use vibration sometimes, but only when I'm around my very queer, queer friends. <laughs> <laughs> Vibrations. I like that. No, I think vibe is like, especially like when I'm with friends or like, I'll just like, yeah, that's a vibe. Yeah. Such a good vibe. Like that vibe. Not my vibe. You know what I mean? The vibe just, it fits with everything. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So that that wraps up our conversation um thank you so much for allowing me to um, ask you some some of these questions it's been amazing talking to you thank you so much that wraps it up um say say goodbye to everyone uh, bye everybody um thank you so much this was so inspirational um 
I love talking to you, so thank you. No, no, absolutely my pleasure.